Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special bonus episode of Disney Plus Roulette, a magical movie review podcast. As always, I am your host, Kate. And what, 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 what? I am Bob, the excited husband for this episode. And also, always, always a special feature on our podcast. We have Beckett snoring very loudly in the background. Yeah, she's wonderful. So we are going to jump right into this. We have a lot of news to cover. We are going to start off with things that are definitely Disney Plus exclusives, because we're a Disney Plus podcast. At the end, I'll go over some of the other cool theatrical releases that were announced. There were a lot of announcements. So many announcements. Hence why we're doing a whole episode about it. Ideally, I really wanted this up sooner, but, you know, it's the holidays and it's crazy. So here we are. Let's do this. We are going to start off with Marvel because it's my podcast and Marvel's what I'm most excited about. What? What? They released some new footage for the shows we already knew were happening. WandaVision, Falcon Winter Soldier, Loki, What If, Ms. Marvel. They released a whole trailer for Loki and it looks amazing. Yeah. I cannot wait. I did not know I wanted Owen Wilson in the MCU. But you have him. We do. We have him now. Which is interesting because his brother is in DC in Stargirl. So we've split the family. There you go. Also, I don't think this is on my list, but they did confirm that Captain Marvel 2 is happening theatrically and that Ms. Marvel is going to lead up into that. Kamala Khan is going to be in Captain Marvel 2. I think they also said that something else that we will get to later on in in the episode will also connect to that, but let's not spoil. But... With all the stuff that you just talked about, WandaVision, Falcon, Winter Soldier, Loki, What If, and Ms. Marvel, if you have not seen those new trailers, those new footage, check it out. There's a lot of cool little Easter eggs in there, and it doesn't give anything away. And that's what I'm loving about what they're doing with all of this stuff. Like, we're getting teases, but it doesn't feel to me like it's ruining what we will get. Yeah, I agree. And you know me, I hate a spoiler. Yeah. There's a lot of hype. WandaVision, we are weeks away. We are absolutely weeks away at this point, and I'm so stoked. Falcon and Winter Soldier only keeps looking better and better for me. Um, I think we're going to see Winter Soldier movie-level action. I mean, that flight sequence in that trailer, phenomenal. I don't know if you noticed, at one point, Falcon drops his wings and, like, kicks off a rock of a canyon and then jumps back out into the flying position. Like, some really amazing stunts going on. Yeah. As you said, Loki, I think it's going to be a time kind of jump, despite the fact that he had the Space Stone, but he's out of time now, so I think that's going to be a lot of fun. And the What If series, I think that they're looking more summery for that to actually finish up, but we got looks at what if Peggy Carter became Captain America, rather than Steve, which she became Captain Britain, and that looks cool. We got footage from some sort of Nick Fury episode for that, because eventually we're going to get one for each of the movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So that's 23 episodes were promised thus far. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Now, this summer will only be six or something episodes, six to nine episodes, but eventually they will hit all of the Infinity series with the What If uh, episodes. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's super exciting because thus far we've already seen, uh, outside of that now, we've seen what if T'Challa was the one picked up and became Star-Lord. That looks really cool. 
There's a lot of footage of Doctor Strange, and it looks like he's fighting an evil doppelganger. That looks really cool as well. And the last thing that we've kind of confirmed as being its own thing is we see a Marvel zombie Captain America fighting a Winter Soldier, and that looks freaking epic. So, again, there's not anything on this list of things that I am not absolutely stoked for. Same. 100%. And we got a reveal of who our Ms. Marvel is, like an actual footage of her doing things in the cinematic universe. Yeah, that was cool. We'd really only seen a headshot up until Mm -hmm. now, so it was cool to kind of see her in the role a little bit. Yep. So moving on, I've already gushed way too much about Hawkeye. New info, I mean, Kevin Feige did officially confirm Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop. Not that we didn't already know that. There's pictures of her on set, but... Yep, but Marvel never talked about it. That's right. They also confirmed that Vera Farmiga will be another cast member on the show. Yeah, there's nothing but great things. And Pizza Dog. Pizza dog. All right, moving on to She-Hulk. That is being directed by Kat Koiro and Anu Valia, and it's about Jennifer Walters. It is, in fact, going to be Tatiana Maslany. Yep. They tried to deny it, but she is, in fact, confirmed to play Jennifer Walters. I had a feeling on that one. It was weird that certain insiders were like, no, it's going to be Tatiana Maslany, and then Marvel to walk that back. It was real weird, but confirmed. Super exciting for me. Tim Roth is going to return as Emil Blonsky. He is one of my favorite actors in the entire world. I thought his time in the MCU was long gone because the 2008 Incredible Hulk is kind of like the ugly step cousin of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But we're making it officially canon. I mean, outside of everything that we've talked about, one thing that you might not know pertaining to this, there was a book that came out during COVID now called The Wakanda Files, and in it, there's a little excerpt about Betty Ross, and supposedly this book is canon. It's part of Shuri's stuff, and they talk about Betty, and it is portrayed as uh, What's-Her-Head's image. Liv Tyler? Yes. So this is two ways now that we have confirmed, outside of the fact that the Hulk is in it, that movie is considered canon. Nice. Yep. And uh, Mark Ruffalo himself, will also be showing up as the Hulk, of course. Yeah, there's talk of a couple other cameos because this is going to be kind of focused on the fact that she's a lawyer. There's talk that Tom Holland might show up because he's in some legal issues now. The fact that Mysterio has outed him to the world. So he's a possible client. You know, there's other talks that maybe Daredevil might show up. He's a lawyer. So a lot of other things that could happen as some great surprises in this series. Outside of the fact that great actors already involved in this series. Oh, and uh, Emil Blonsky, Tim Roth, will already be the abomination. So it is post-Incredible Hulk. 10-4. Yeah, I mean, you know I love Charlie Cox. I was really into the Daredevil series, so I would love to see him show up. Yeah. Next, we move on to Moon Knight. Feige described it as an action-adventure, Indiana Jones-type story, and it's going to be directed by Mohamed Diab. Moon Knight is a vigilante who suffers from dissociative identity disorder. The multiple identities inside him are very distinct characters in the series. We have no release date. Oscar Isaac will be playing Moon Knight. Those of you who are not familiar with Moon Knight, excellent character. He's a soldier of fortune, kind of Indiana Jones, I'm going to go raid these temples kind of thing. Think Nathan Drake, all those kind of Tomb Raider kind of people. But with this twist of eventually he gets superpowers and 
dissociative identity disorder. If you haven't checked out any of his comics yet, please do. I guarantee you're in it for a fun time, especially if you're someone who loves a Deadpool character because he is often associated with that kind of humor because they don't play with his disorder. They lean into it and in a fun way, but not to disparage the disorder itself. Do you want me to talk about in the comics who his other personalities are? No, I do not. Okay. Next up, we have Secret Invasion. This is the one I was talking about. This stars Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury, of course, and Ben Mendelsohn is returning as Talos. And Feige said that this show is about a sect of Skrulls who have infiltrated every level of life on Earth. We do not have a release date. This is the one that was also associated with Captain Marvel. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. This one and Ms. Marvel will kind of culminate to the Ms. Marvel movie. Captain Marvel 2, you mean? That's what I meant. Yep. I don't take wonderful notes like you do. <laughs> Next, we have Ironheart. This was a big announcement. A lot of people were wondering if Disney was going to start heading this way. It centers around the character of Riri Williams, who's going to be played by Dominique Thorne. Riri is a genius inventor who has the most advanced suit of armor since Iron Man. So she basically takes over as the new Iron Man in the comics, and now she is getting her own series. For this one, we also don't have a release date yet, but he did confirm that Ironheart and Secret Invasion are both going to tie directly into MCU films. So yep. like we just said, we're thinking Secret Invasion for Captain Marvel 2. Ironheart, who knows? The possibilities are endless. I mean, there's talk about a uh, Young Avengers movie. Obviously, we're setting up for that, right? Because we've got Kate Bishop. That's the breadcrumbs I'm seeing. Right. And we got more of that coming in the theatrical announcements later in the show. Yeah. This was a big surprise for me. I had no knowledge of an Ironheart series coming or even in the works. They've already got it cast. This was a big thing. I'm excited because there are a lot of different ways they could have gone after Tony. Part of it they're doing with Spider-Man, but I think that Riri is not only a big character that the African-American community has latched on to because a strong, intelligent black woman in the comics... They haven't had those in lead roles, and it's really nice to see, finally. Well, there was a lot of speculation that Shuri was going to go down that road, but it looks like they're keeping the character at whole and keep Riri as Ironheart. I'm super excited about this one. Next up, we have Armor Wars, which is another one I had heard nothing about until this announcement. Likewise. This is going to star Don Cheadle as James Rhodey. Feige said that Tony Stark's worst fear is coming true. What happens when his tech falls into the wrong hands? Again, no release date yet, but Rhodey's getting his own show, which is pretty cool. I mean, Don Cheadle, God bless him. That man is no spring chicken, but he is still trudging along with these Marvel movies, which I love him. I'm happy for it, but yeah, it's kind of cool to see some of the older original cast still sticking around. I've always loved the Rhodey character. I was worried that he was going to kind of fall off to the wayside because Tony's gone. And as you said, you know, he's not a spring chicken and all that jazz, but... I'm excited for this because not only do we get more Don Cheadle in the MCU, but what he can do in this is possibly go up against someone that we've already seen in the MCU. And my hope is the hands that it falls into would be none other than Justin Hammer from Iron Man 2. That is my hope and my call on that one. And that is, of course, Sam Rockwell's character. Absolutely. If you're not as good with character names like... 
I am. <laughs> Sorry. I'm the character guy. She's the actor person. That's how we deal. That's right. <laughs> I mean, also, if they are trying to stay true to the comics, in the comics, Rhodey and Carol Danvers are a big thing. So he could be showing up in Captain Marvel 2 for all we know. That's true. That is That is honestly true. My hope, personally, and I know a lot of fans hope, we are confirmed that Thor Love and Thunder is going to have the first LGBTQ plus character in Valkyrie. Yep. And there is a very dedicated fan base, including Tessa Thompson and Brie Larson themselves, that really want Valkyrie and Carol to be a couple, and I am 100% on board with that. So that's personally where I'd like to see it go, just because I love them both and I think they would be badass, but that's just me. Yeah, I'm up for the change. It's It would definitely be different than any comic canon or anything that's out there. Not opposed to it. As we said, Don Cheadle and Brie Larson don't really line up as in generational-wise, so it would kind of... I think that relationship would be kind of weird already. Yeah, the actors definitely have a larger age gap than the characters do, canonically, for sure. So, yeah, with Armored Wars, I am excited because at first I thought they were doing a reality show of, like, Let's try and build an Iron Man armor competition. I was like, uh-oh. And then they were like, featuring James Rhodes. And I was like, what? So yeah, no, super stoked for that one. The more roadie, the better. Last but not least for Disney Marvel shows, we have I Am Groot. It is a series of shorts that follow Baby Groot. Little Baby Groot adventures because everybody loves Baby Groot. Baby Groot sells. It's a little audience pandering, but I love Baby Groot, so I don't care. I think you've missed one for Marvel. What? In addition to I Am Groot, the Baby Groot series, we are getting... Oh yeah, it's not on this list, but I know the one you're talking about. James Gunn has agreed in coming back to Guardians of the Galaxy 3, in the same time they are shooting that, they're going to do a one-off for next Christmas, a Christmas holiday special with the Guardians of the Galaxy for Disney+. Plus. Yep, and it is written and directed by James Gunn, as well it should be. As it should. And I'm very excited. All right, moving on to just basic old Disney, Disney Plus announcements. This one we already knew about, but I'll say it again because I'm, I'm pretty excited about this one. Yeah. We have Beauty and the Beast, the prequel series starring Luke Evans and Josh Gad with music by Alan Menken. This one I did not know about. They are doing a reimagining of the Swiss Family Robinson. Really? Yes. I'm intrigued to see whether or not there's an audience for that nowadays. When my dad was a kid, that was like his shit. He loves Swiss Family Robinson. Back in the 50s and 60s, everybody was really into the like exploring and all that kind of stuff. So I'm curious to see if it resonates with kids nowadays the way it did back in the day. As long as we don't like DC this up and let's do a dark gritty Swiss Family Robinson. Oh, I doubt it. I hope not. I think if anything, it's probably going to be a little cushier than the other one. Hmm. Then we have another one I'm pretty excited about. Hopefully it gets done correctly this time. We're getting a reboot of Percy Jackson and the Olympians, which we really fucking needed because the movies were not good. Not only did they seriously deviate from the books in a way that did not do the characters or the story justice in any way, shape, or form, they just weren't really that good as movies in general. Mm. Like, I can accept some changes to the book if you still make a good movie out of it. Right. But the movies weren't even that good. So I'm excited to see what they do with this. I'm excited because I didn't delve into the movies that happened. So I'm going into this fresh and I will just skip those and move to the good ones. Well, hopefully good ones. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Then we have 
coincidentally, we've got a Mighty Ducks episode airing next. They have announced a Mighty Ducks sequel called Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Emilio Estevez is going to return as Gordon Bombay, and Lauren Graham is also going to star in it. Really? I am here for this. I love them both. I mean, I saw that there was a Mighty Ducks thing. I didn't know specifically what was happening. So this is this is exciting. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, oh, getting my a goodness. reboot. Oh yep. my goodness. Is Turner and Hooch, the classic buddy comedy <laughs> between a uh, cop and his dog. And it's going to star Josh Peck. And honestly, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> True life story, I've never seen the original. And even if the original was kind of cute, is this the movie that we really needed to remake? I mean, everybody loves a, a guy and his dog. I will tell you that. Turner and Hooch, that was, because there was a bunch of different ones that all happened at the same time. That was Tom Hanks, right? Yes. Again, do we need to remake that? I don't think that we do. It's there. You can watch it on Disney+. Plus. I mean, I can go back and watch it and see, you know, maybe, maybe it's dated. Maybe it's very, like, late 80s, early 90s, and it's too tropey. But if I remember correctly... As much as it was like a guy and his dog movie, it was a fine movie for its time. I I feel like we're just grabbing at things that, but I don't know. I'm sorry. I Beckett can't stop snoring. laughing at how loud Beckett is. I apologize, guys. She knew that we were talking about Turner and Hooch and had to get her vibe in. Listen, guys, she's like literally dying. Uh, yeah. She got the cancer. We just let her do what she wants. And if she wants to sleep on the couch next to Bob while we're recording the podcast, she gets to do it. So, moving on, we have Big Shot. This is about a high school basketball team. I'm assuming a uh, female high school basketball team because it says it's a celebration of girl power. And it stars John Stamos, Yvette Nicole Brown, and Jessalyn Gilsig. I like John Stamos. I love Yvette Nicole Brown. Don't care about the show at all. Yeah, they're missing my demographic on this one. But, again, it might come up on our... uh... Is it a show or a movie? A show, I believe. No, oh, then it won't come up on our thing. The next item we have is the Mysterious Benedict Society. I am really intrigued by this. I had to look it up because I had not heard of the books before. Basically, it's about a bunch of orphans at an orphanage. They're all super duper smart and they solve all these puzzles and do these cool mystery things. It stars Tony Hale and Christian Shaw, who are both geniuses. So I'm excited about this. I don't really know anything beyond what I was able to Google about the books. But I, I'm on board. You've sold me. I love Kristen Schaal. Uh, Tony Hale. Remind me. Arrested Development Veep. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, that, that, that could be fun. Yep. Also, we have, of course, we've talked about this before. Willow is coming back in a series. Warwick Davis is, in fact, confirmed to return, as well as Ron Howard. And the production for that is slated to begin next year. I am here for it! Yeah. I gotta rewatch the original. It's been so long since I've seen it. I don't really remember anything about it, but I remember loving it as a kid. Yep. I'm ready to watch it again. Yep. Good time. Let's move on to Star Wars. First off, oh man. We knew there was going to be an Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Yep. We knew Ewan McGregor was coming back. It has now been officially confirmed Hayden Christensen will be returning as Darth Vader. You guys, I'm so excited about this movie. What? I keep saying I'm so excited, but like this one, oh man, this series. I, I am just so stoked to get to see Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen get to play these characters with a script that isn't written by fucking George Lucas, who cannot yeah. write dialogue to save his life. No. I'm so 
happy that these guys who are actually two incredible actors yeah. are going to get to spread their wings and do something with these characters. Yeah, I, I mean, anything that has Jon Favreau and Dave Filoni involved in it and in this new kind of awakening, for lack of a better term, of this universe. We are post-Mandalorian Season 2, so everything that happened at the end of that was amazing and fanboyish, and I am here for it. So now, with leading into the rest of these series, I just, yes. that That is my only answer. Yes. I'm down to clown. Do you know for sure that... He's Dave o- Filoni and... They are overseeing currently everything. Okay. They were not listed as, like, directly involved no, with the writing No, they're not directly involved. They're in charge. They're basically in charge of Lucasfilm now. I mean, not entirely. Kathleen Kennedy's name is still in everything. But they have been kind of executive producing-ish almost everything coming out of them now. Okay. Uh, speaking of Jon Favreau and Dave Filoni, we've got the Ahsoka series... That's coming. That is written by Dave Filoni. And it's going to, of course, going to star Rosario Dawson, reprising her role from The Mandalorian. Woot! Love Ahsoka. Psyched about it. Yeah. It will be set within the timeline of The Mandalorian. There is also going to be a Rangers of the New Republic series run by those two guys. The thought is that Cara Dune is probably going to be a part of this show if Gina Carano doesn't stop shoving her foot in her mouth. Yep. I'm intrigued about Rangers of the New Republic. I'll check it out. I'm not, like, hyped for it, but I'll give it a try. Anything those guys run at this point, I I will watch, because right now everything they touch turns to gold, so. Yeah. We see that in the Russo brothers, in the same way that we see it in these two guys. If you are a fan of the thing, you know what the rest of the fans want. You can come in and say, okay, I've been here, I've been the guy on the other side of this screen, Here's what we've been asking for for the rest of our lives. And to see people who are fans of something be able to come in and just run with that ball is so amazing. And these two have once again done that as well. Yep. Uh, One more thing about the Ahsoka series. For all of you caught up on all of the animated series, we basically left off, if you were watching Mandalorian, that she's going to be following Thrawn. Um, which is another big thing that we're waiting to hear a casting on. I'm super excited for all of this news. Beyond those, we have Andor, starring Diego Luna, reprising his role from Rogue One. It is described as a spy thriller, and it takes place prior to Rogue One, and revolves around the life of Cassian Andor. And not only is Diego Luna returning, so is Alan Tudyk as K2SO. Anything with Alan Tudyk in it, I will be there. That being said... I don't know if I need this. Like, I'm I'm excited for it, but I loved what we got out of Rogue One. I love Rogue One, but I I felt like the story was told. I don't know if we needed more backstory, but I mean, I'm here for it. I am finding that my favorite Star Wars... Star Wars? Star Wars. Yeah, that's how (laughs) we're going to talk about it from now on. Star Wars. Star Wars. My favorite Star Wars series are tending to be the offshoots. I loved Rogue One. I love The Mandalorian. Yeah. I'm kind of more invested in a lot of those than I am some of the main plots. So anything that's going to expand on the Rogue One story, I'm all about. Okay. The next one, though, can't say I really care. Star but... Wars 
The Bad Batch. I know I haven't finished Clone Wars yet. This is an animated series that involves characters that happened in the last season of the Clone Wars. I know that. I have not gotten that far yet, so I don't care. You don't care But apparently Bob is excited. (laughs) No, I am super excited about this. This cartoon will tie up a lot of loose ends that and give us a look into the early empire and i think this is going to be a lot of fun from that seeing a fascist regime take over oh wait we don't really need that but actually taking over um seeing the inside of the empire from a person who is not with the empire but is still in that mechanism i think it'll be really interesting point of view That being said, these characters were amazing in that series. So I'm excited for them. And on top of that, Fennec from Mandalorian will play a previously younger version of herself who is voiced by our original Mulan voice. Ming-Nawen. Yeah. So her character from The Mandalorian will be prior to The Mandalorian in this show. And we're going to expand on her history as well. So she's playing herself? Yes. Okay. You threw me off throwing Mulan in there, because I was like, but it's already her. I, I was... But, but. <laughs> I just got confused. I'm sorry. She is returning to voice the character in an animated fashion in a way that this character was never done before. I see. Understood. Next, moving on to another series that you care about a lot more than me, I'm pretty sure. Star Wars Visions. Listen... I know that this is probably going to be amazing. I'm just having trouble getting really excited about it. It's an animated series. They have joined up with an anime studio, and it's going to be a bunch of kind of short one-shot stories done in anime style. There are some anime that I like. I like the story. I like the characters. Anime is not my favorite type of animation style, and thus far, animation hasn't been my favorite way to absorb Star Wars material anyway. So I will give it a shot. I'm not the demographic that this show is looking for. I, however, am. Yes, you are. (laughs) I am stoked. I want to see some moments, and that's what I hope this is. I hope this is a reimagining of moments or a better insight to moments. I would love to see an animated anime-style Darth Vader kill box from Rogue One, or so many different moments that could become completely badass moments in an anime style. Or maybe we're going to see things that we've never saw before. I'm not sure where this is going. They didn't give us a lot of information when when premiering this, but I'm hoping that's what this becomes. The next series we have is Lando, which is of course going to center around Lando Calrissian. We have no idea where in the timeline this takes place, but if it is not about Donald Glover Lando, I'm out. Nothing against Billy D, but I want more of the old wacky Lando that we saw in Solo. It was pretty much the only good thing about that movie. That version of it is definitely fabulous, and I don't I don't mean that in a disparaging way. I mean that, and he was fabulous with every cape he wore. The swagger, the accent, uh, everything about it. Fabulous. It's so good. Now, that being said, we kind of left a plot thread for Billy D to pick up at the end of the last movie. So it could be that. It could be the other one. I don't know. I mean, I love Billy D, but like, he's older now. It, let's do a fun flashback. 
The next series we have is going to be very intriguing. It's called The Acolyte, and it's a mystery thriller, and it's going to take viewers into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. So it's sounding like this is going to be told from the point of view of somebody on the dark side, yeah? I mean, that's exactly what it sounds like. Where and how and what and why? I didn't actually get to see this specific announcement. That's literally all it is. This is the one that's got the big mystery around it. No one really knows what's what's so going to come from it. There are several different ways that they could go with this, timeline-wise. This could be stuff from the expanded universe, the books that they might make canon. I would love for it to be Darth Vader's apprentice from The Force Unleashed, who was played by Sam Witwer, Starkiller, but I guarantee it's probably not, for many, many different reasons. It just doesn't line up with new universe and different things, and we've never heard of them. And I don't know. As as you said, there's so much mystery around this that we don't know anything. Thus far, there's nothing on this list that I'm like, ugh, I don't want to see that. Yeah, for sure. And last but not least, this actually wasn't announced during Investor Day. This just got announced today, Monday the 21st. There is going to be a new series that goes in line with The Mandalorian called... The Book of Boba Fett, confirmed yep. as its own series, and it will star... Good luck with that one. Yeah, I'm going to try really hard not to butcher his name. Temuera Morrison, and of course, Ming-Na Wen. So, very excited about that. And if you don't know, so make sure you watch the end of The Mandalorian. If you did, squee! I mean, well, the, now they've announced it, so it doesn't really matter no, no. if you right. saw the post credit scene or not. <laughs> no, no, if you see... But right, but if you see the post credit scene, you will squee. The energy... That they create and that one, what, probably 30 to minute scene, it's baller. All right, let's move on to Walt Disney Studios movies coming to Disney+. Plus. This one's been announced for a while, Hocus Pocus 2. Who knows if it's going to be any good? I love the original Hocus Pocus. I'll watch it. And it will be directed by Adam Shankman. Really? I haven't yes. seen his name on things for a while. Yeah. There are a bunch of reboots coming. One what? of... Yep, you read that right. Three Men and a Baby starring Zac Efron. I'll watch the shit out of that. <laughs> okay, now here's my question. Which one of the original guys is he gonna be? Is he Ted Danson? Or not, yeah, Ted Ted, Ted Danson was in that one, right? Uh-huh. Ted Danson, Steve Gutenberg, mm-hmm. and... Um, was it Tom Selleck? Yes, Tom Selleck. Yeah. And I kept having uh, Meet the Robinsons flashbacks in my head. <laughs> I'm hoping it's Tom Selleck and he grows the mustache. I, yes. Sure. I want that. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. Zach Efron with facial hair is a good time. Okay. They're also doing a reboot of Cheaper by the Dozen with Kenya Barris and Gabrielle Union. And a new sister act film that will have Whoopi Goldberg in it. Uh, Tyler Perry is going to be producing. I... Oh, I uh, both of those announcements make me... Uh, what? Why? Yeah. We just watched sister, sister Act people. I mean, it held up. But did we need a third one? Apparently so, Bob. And it's not a reboot. It's a it's a continue? I would assume, if Wolfie is in it. <sighs> okay. I... Hey, Bob. Do you see this next bullet? Uh, Did you know about this me. one? Oh, I know about it. And <laughs> I, like, I will find the shirt to cosplay when it comes out. There is going to be a hybrid live-action animated film. So think Alvin and the Chipmunks, but hopefully much, much, much better, of Chippendale Rescue Rangers. John Mulaney, my boy, is going to play Chip. Andy Samberg, 
Also, my boy, gonna play Dale. I need there to be a gadget. There better be a gadget. It better not just be Chip and Dale. No, if it's Rescue Rangers, you you have to have the team. Yeah. Seth Rogen is slated to have a cameo. Who the fuck cares? I don't care about Seth Rogen. <laughs> but otherwise, psyched about that movie. I really hope it's good. I really hope it's not an Alvin and the Chipmunks situation. So I'm just trying to remember. It's Gadget, Monterey Jack, and what is uh, the fly's name? I can never remember it. Oh, shit. Stand by. I'm consulting the Googs. Zipper. Zipper. I loved yeah. Zipper. Uh, never could remember his name, but yeah, because Monterey Jack would Zipper. Yeah, 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 yeah. You think... Ooh, I wonder if they're going to get... What's his head? Uh, Reese Darby? Yes, for Monterey yes, Jack. Yes, I hope so. That would be awesome. The next movie... Ugh, why? Why? Does anybody need this? Why? There's going to be another Pinocchio, which there's already another Pinocchio being released right now that's based off more of the original story. That's not story. Disney, That's not Disney. Like, just how many fucking versions of Pinocchio do we need? It's not even that great of a story. Yeah, this is actually the one I heard about. I didn't hear the non-Disney one. But I like Robert Zemeckis, so... Oh, I'm so... O- I need Robert Zemeckis to stop making creepy CGI people. <laughs> Go back to your old movies. Just... Stop it with the CGI. It, it's not working out, buddy. I'm all done with it. The only thing this thing has going for it is that Tom Hanks is going to play Geppetto. That's all I care about. I love Tom Hanks. He's amazing and everything. But like, why? Yeah. Man, I just can't wait to see a live action Pleasure Island scene because the animated one wasn't fucking disturbing enough already. Yeah. Gross. Let's go on. Let's move yeah, on. Yeah, I got nothing more to say about that. This one, again... Do we need another Peter Pan? No. But this one wins points because it has Jude Law playing Hook. Wait, what? And for that reason alone, I am in. <laughs> yes. Jude Law is going to play Hook and Yara Shahidi is going to be playing Tinkerbell. It is directed by David Lowry, who did the Pete's Dragon remake, which we saw on the cruise and was actually Pretty not decent. bad. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good movie. So, I, all right, I'm in. It's called Peter Pan and Wendy. It's going to be a Disney Plus exclusive. Same with Pinocchio. Same with Cruella. Those are all going to be released on Disney Plus instead of getting theatrical releases. Right. We've also reported on this. There's going to be a sequel to Enchanted. Amy Adams is returning. It's called Disenchanted. That's all we know about it. But I love Enchanted. I'm in. I thought we kind of tied up most of the, the loose ends with that one at the end, but apparently not. So let's let's go on another ride and hopefully we'll enjoy this one just as much. There's one little blip at the end here that they are going to do new takes on Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Which just happened. Why do we need to do that? Yeah. Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild, which is apparently going to star Simon Pegg, who we love and adore. Yeah. And Night at the Museum. I see this one, this, this right here, I think is the hill I will die on. I don't think we need to do that. You're going to, wait. This is the hill I will die on. I do. Why not are think... you dying on a hill? You Because you love Night at the Museum and don't want another one? Or you think it's shit and we don't need another one? It wasn't the most amazing movie series of all time. What my issue is, is it's another one of those things that were the final things that we had with Robin Williams. And I don't think that we should do another one without him. Alright, I'll give you that. As a museum nerd who was disappointed in the movie, I if you guys want to try and do it better, I'm on board for that. But I I get you. I get you. I know Robin holds a very, very special place in your heart. Yeah. 
also coming, it's going to be a premiere access, just like the Mulan movie was. Hopefully it's better than the Mulan movie was. Raya and the Last Dragon. They released the trailer for this a little while ago. It is going to be released in theaters and on Disney Plus premiere access on March 5th, 2021. We've talked about this already a yeah. little bit. It's very Laura Croft kind of thing. I'm on board. It's the same people who did Moana, which was fantastic. Let's do this. It's very much Laura Croft-y, but it's also very much Avatar The Last Airbender-y. Yes. It's, yes. The illegitimate love child of Tomb Raider and Avatar The Last Airbender. Honestly, from what I saw of it, it looked good. I need some good... Tomb hunting? Tomb hunting... Asian-inspired animated action. I just don't want it to be, you know, it's hitting those notes, but it's hitting those notes because we're just regurgitating things that were done in other mediums. That's my only worry. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. All right, we got to move this along because my battery on my laptop has 23 minutes. Got it. (laughs) New series, animated series coming to Disney+, Plus, a Baymax series, Zootopia+, Plus, Tiana, Moana the series, and Iwaju, which will be produced in collaboration with the Pan-African comic book entertainment company, Kugali, which I think is super cool. Like, let's get an authentic African told story. I'm on board with that. All of that sounds cool. Yeah, everything in that list I am, I'm on board for. I love everything that comes out of Big Hero 6. Zootopia, loved it. Boom. Tiana, awesome. I think she deserves a whole lot more coverage. And Moana, I loved everything about it and wish there was more. And hey, looks like that's what we're getting. Then we have Pixar's first ever long form animated series. It's going to debut exclusively on Disney Plus in February 2023. It's going to follow a middle school softball team in the week leading up to their championship game. And each episode is told from the perspective of a different character. Ooh. Kind of a cool concept. It's kind of hard for me to care. I don't love sports stuff, but we'll see. Who knows? I like the concept. I, I, I Like you, I'm not the biggest jock. I don't need to see, you know, every sports highlight or this or that. But that 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 has potential. Mm-hmm. There's also going to be a short called Pixar Popcorn. There is going to be an Up spinoff starring Doug called Doug Days. Doug! And there is going to be a Cars-based series. All right, that rounds out our Disney Plus announcements. Now we're going to quick breeze through the theatrical announcements. We don't know yet if some of these are going to be released on Disney Plus at the same time as part of Premier Access. I think a lot of that's going to depend on what COVID's doing when they come out. But we're going to breeze through these quick because my computer is on a timer. Um, first we have Luca. They released the trailer for this not too long ago. It's going to be released next summer. It's a celebration of friendship between a boy named Luca and his best friend Alberto living in Italy. And apparently there are sea monsters involved. Which they don't show you in the trailer, but I read about it on Wikipedia. So you're spoilering? A little bit. Okay. Then we have a few different Lucasfilm movies that are coming out. We've got Rogue Squadron, which is going to be uh, slated for Christmas 2023. And the description is, this will introduce a new generation of Starfighter pilots as they earn their wings and risk their lives in a boundary-pushing high-speed thrill ride. The legend of Rogue Squadron has been long beloved by Star Wars fans and will move us into a future era of the galaxy. Most important part, this movie is directed by Her Royal Highness Patty Jenkins of Wonder Woman fame. Yeah. I don't know how Marvel snatched her from DC or D- Disney or, you know, however you want to flip that coin. 
but I don't know how they did it, but they doing it. Oh no! It lied to you. Alright, and we're back. Um, 11 minutes, huh? Uh, yeah, as you may or may not have been able to hear me screaming on Bob's track from across the house, my computer said I had 11 minutes of power and then immediately died. So. Womp, 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 womp. Yeah. So here we are, day two. Let's finish this. Uh, so we left off talking about Rogue Squadron. Now we are on to another Indiana Jones movie? Yeah, this has been in the works for some while, and apparently they are going ahead with Harrison Ford as well. He's so he's so tired. He Why he does. He, he looks tired. Just take a nap, buddy. Let me be honest. I did not and have no real will to see Crystal Skull. Oh, okay. That is nice for you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the way I look at it. Oh, yeah. It's it's not great. And here's the thing. One of the things I actually liked about Crystal Skull is I thought Shia LaBeouf was kind of going to be a cool follow-up, but Shia has since... Shat the bed? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, so <laughs> to put are, it politely? <laughs> are they going to try to bring him back? Like, he's got some serious controversy going on right now. Oh, does he? I haven't even been keeping up with him. Yeah, there are not good allegations going on. So, oh. like, I... Ugh, what are you gonna do about that? What's this? What's this? It's magic in the air. Well, that was the weirdest fucking thing that's ever happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Somebody just dropped off... A Christmas care package. Yeah. But Bob couldn't see who they were because it's dark outside. Yeah, just headlights. It was definitely a Dodge. And there's like a $50 gift card in there and no one has signed where it's from. And they just wrote, thank you. I, 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 I vote <laughs> towards the podcast. Good night. Uh, so I guess today's episode is sponsored by Mystery Person. <laughs> Nameless Dodge Charger Driver. <laughs> yeah. Our best guess is maybe it's our homeowner because we're renters. Okay, this episode, man. This is some weird shit. Uh, yeah. All right. Anyway. Indiana Jones. <laughs> On the plus side, they have announced that this will be the fifth and final film of the franchise. Oh, so okay. maybe good old Harrison can take his nap finally. <laughs> he just looks so angry and tired all the time. Yeah. It is directed by James Mangold, who did Ford versus Ferrari. So I, that's, oh. that's good. That's good. I never did see that. I need to, I need to catch up on that. Yeah, I haven't either, but I've only heard great things. So I, I'm going to take that as a sign of hope, and hopefully it's good. Yeah. Now, talking about things that are most definitely going to be amazing. This was already announced, but they mentioned again that there is going to be a new Star Wars movie that is headed up by Taika Waititi. Did I know this? I thought you knew that. Did you not know that? I don't think I knew this. Maybe it wasn't already announced. I thought it was, but yeah, he is going to helm the movie. As we know, he's directed multiple episodes of The Mandalorian. Right. Was in The Mandalorian. Oh yeah, and in it. That's right. Uh, so it's looking like he is going to be one of the big Star Wars creative forces, hopefully. I mean, at this point, they're they're making wise decisions, so I'm, I'm good with it. Next up, we have... Encanto, which is going to take place in Colombia. All we know, 
is that it is about a magical family. It is directed by Byron Howard and Jared Bush and co-directed and co-written by Sharice Castro-Smith. Most importantly for me, the music is written by Lin-Manuel Miranda. And sold. Sold. Done. Don't know what it's about. The man's a freak of, of, of I, I don't even have a word for it, a freaking genius. Yes. Um, so excited about that. That is going to debut in 2021. Yep. Next we have Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. Quantum Mania. Other than the fact that it has an amazing name, we don't know much about it. Other than his daughter Cassie is going to be played by a different actress. She is being recast with Catherine Newton of Supernatural and Freaky. I really yeah. like Catherine Newton. I, I'm intrigued. I liked the girl who played the adult Cassie. We didn't see much of her in the last movie, but I liked what I saw of her. And apparently she found out she wasn't going to be in the next movie when everyone else found out that she wasn't going to be in the next movie. And that's kind of crappy. Yeah. I love the Ant-Man movies. They're a fun time. So I, I'm excited for the movie. Sad, sad for the actress. That was a bummer. And then I know you're excited about this news, Bob confirmation that there is going to be a fantastic four movie yes it is going to be directed by john watts we do not know who the cast is going to be yet but john watts was successful with uh spider-man homecoming and you know now they're tapping him for marvel's first family and like i was saying no confirmed cast yet, but no. the rumor mill is still spinning that it's going to be John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. Uh, they are in talks. Oh, they are officially in talks? They are officially in talks. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fingers crossed that that happens because I want that. That's perfect fan casting. Uh, while we're talking about, this was a recent thing as of like the last two days. Apparently Las Vegas now has odds on who will be cast as Doctor Doom. That's weird. Do you know who's been tapped as according to the most likely odds in vegas and who's the who's the front runner the front runner and the headlines right now across the internet are that moff gideon himself john carlo esposito is gonna be the top pick for dr doom interesting i mean he could play the shit out of it but he's also a fantastic fantastic actor and maybe sometimes i don't want him to always play the bad guy I feel like he's getting a little typecast at this point. And he's great at it. But he's but... so good at it. That last episode of Mando, I mean, he played the hell out of it. I mean, he did. I don't I don't disagree. I will never be sad about him being cast in anything. I just feel sad for him as an actor that that seems to be the role that he's getting stuck in a lot. I will tell you, Doctor Doom, if done right, could be Thanos-level epicness. So I'm just saying. I believe you, based on your comic knowledge, nothing I've seen in the past would make me think that, but... You're absolutely right. <laughs> I mean, we've swung twice and, and struck out. Don't get me wrong, I love What's-His-Head from the first one as an actor. Julian McMahon, yeah. Yeah, but he's a bit of a cheeseball when it comes to villainy. Let's just put yeah, it that way. Cross our fingers. While, while we're speculating on all this other stuff, that's one to throw out there. That's all. And our last announcement that we have is the film Lightyear. Yes! This is not a movie about Buzz Lightyear the toy. This is a movie about the astronaut Buzz Lightyear that inspired the toy. Yep, and I am here for it. He is going to be voiced by Chris Evans, which I am always here for. Yep, so. Cap is getting in a spacesuit. I'm good for it. Let's do this. 
I'm kind of done with Toy Story on a whole. I think it's overstayed its welcome pretty pretty hard at this point, but if they're doing something really different, I'll give it a try. Yeah, what I've heard is that this is the way for Toy Story to continue in a way, but not, you know, dig that grave again. All right, that is going to wrap us up for our Disney plus announcement episode. This has been the longest podcast of my life. We're on like what feels like day five of trying to record it. And uh, we're going to jump right into the Mighty Ducks. So I hope you guys feel informed. I hope you're psyched about all this new stuff as we are. And if you have any questions, feel free to hit us up. We have social media for a reason. Yep. Thank you guys for listening. We love you. And we'll be back with Mighty Ducks ASAP. Holidays allowing. Life is crazy. Bye!